Hey everybody, welcome to the Faith Forge Academy. I am your GM, Steven, and we have something a little shorter and uh, different tonight. Uh, we have an old bedtime stories with Brina that uh, Kelsey, who is my partner and plays Brina, uh, which if you've made it this far, you might remember our little uh, gnome who has a best friend uh, baby dragon turtle named Cactus. Um, we used to do these things called bedtime stories with Brina where... Uh, we would go on Twitch, people we people would give us three words that we would choose at random, and then we'd improv a story. Uh, we used to do these things called bedtime stories with Brina, where uh, we would go on Twitch, people we people would give us three words that we would choose at random, and then we'd improv a story. Uh, we'd improv a fairy tale that is, we'd improv a fairy tale that is um, from the world of Avastria that they have found somewhere in the lost halls uh, in the library of the Forge Academy. Um, and so this is one of those stories. Um, we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming next week uh, to find out what is happening with the forgotten. Uh, uh, and until then, enjoy. Hey, Brina, you know how last time we had that like really, really like terrifying story about that really manipulative bad bad person yeah cactus we totally thought it wasn't gonna be bad and then it totally was yeah that was not cool no i agree book, i feel like that book is very deceptive yeah uh, but i found a different one okay and it's about this 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 halfling i think by judging by the picture on the front cover um i've been i've been doing the phonetics like you've to- like you've told me mm-hmm. and so i think it's about this halfling named elva true stew cactus you're right. That is what it says. Amazing. I am amazing. Like, you're going to be like the first, like, uh, turtle dragon who can read. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Okay, Cactus. So, should we read this one? Yes, I absolutely think we should. You know, I like that it's about a halfling because I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm also small. No, I have noticed because I I feel like I've already passed you inside. Yeah, definitely. I think you have. Okay, Cactus, let's do it. Okay. Snuggle up. Okay, scooch close. Here we go. Silverwood is a quiet town just outside of Waterdeep in the city of Lytera. The halflings enjoy enjoy the simple things of life. They don't have a lot. Um, they live right on a stream, so they do lots of fishing um, and provide a lot of the food for the nobles of Waterdeep. Elva, though, is, is odd amongst the halflings. Why don't you describe Elva? Elva is small and she has kind of like thin, feathery 
brown hair, olive skin, big green eyes. Um, she is uh, kind of always up to something. You can She has that spark in her eyes. Even just looking at her, you can tell she's always thinking ahead to her next her next adventure in uh in elva's family's home um, above the mantle uh is her great-grandfather's bow Uh, it's beautiful um the legend says that it was given to him by an elf who found him to be noble um true and a surprisingly good marksman Uh, No one in their family has touched it, though. Um, It's more seen as a sign of honor uh, of the true Stu name. The town of Silverwood, though, has a problem. The nobles of Waterdeep have been tightening their grip on the surrounding villages, squeezing more and more resources, giving little back. People are starting to go hungry. Um, Is there a moment that Elva would feel like really lights the fire in her soul. Yeah, so the moment that Elva feels she needs to do something about the situation is um, when her little sister worked all day, especially for at the mill in the town. She was um, doing the very dangerous job of throwing the... Oh, wait, I feel like I'm getting my things mixed up. Where they grind the flour. Is that a mill? Okay, good. She's doing the dangerous job of throwing the wheat under the the millstone. Mm -hmm. um, And she worked all day. And the promised prize from the miller was a loaf of bread to bring home to their family. And um, at the end of the day, Elsa, who had been working hard... um, Elva, who'd been working hard. Well, you said her little sister, so it could be Elsa. No, I'm talking about my character. Elva, who had been working hard in the forest all day, swung by the mill to pick up her sister. And as they were on the way home, um, they were greeted by uh, Goliath, who um, basically uh, just took the bread from her sister and, um, and made her cry. And Elva realized that it it doesn't matter how hard they work or how much they gave, um, it would still never be enough and that um, the kingdom would continue to take and take from them. This Goliath, Varric, is, is stationed to uh, Silverwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has grown accustomed to being large, um, stronger than everyone else in, the, in this little halfling village. Uh, he's a bully. He's just—he's just mean. Uh, Must take a lot of bravery for a Goliath to bully a bunch of halflings. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I mean, just so brave. Very, very brave. Yeah. Um, oftentimes, you can see him just stopping uh, your fellow villagers in the city or in the town, um, taking their gold, taking their uh, fish that they've caught in their stream, bread. Um, he serves himself in the tavern, uh, just happily walks behind the bar, pours himself ales, um, and causes problems. And no one, no one stands up to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, Elva, it's evening. Um, there's been, um, it's been quiet mostly in town. 
the tavern, the local tavern, um, where Varric spends his evenings, um, is really empty except for him. Uh, but he's loud, laughing to to one other um, water deep soldier, telling stories, making fun of the, the servers, um, and eventually he leaves. To get back to where he lives, he has to walk by your home. And you hear, <laughs> you're out a little late, aren't you, kid? What do you do? She looks up and says, I mean, not, I'm not... Not to you. You hear you hear him saying that to someone oh, else. Oh, so uh, she peers around the corner. What does she mm-hmm. see? Uh, you see this little, this little halfling named Diggle. Um, Diggle. He's, he's, only, he's only seven. Mm-hmm. He works his his parents are kind of the head fisher folk uh, of this village but he's been really bad at fishing um but you see him carrying a fish on a line it very likely is the first fish he's ever caught mm-hmm. you gonna give me that fish or what this is the first one i've never so Please, elva sir. can see where this is going because this just happened to her sister with the loaf of bread she swings up onto the roof and she says, hey, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Uh, he turns half kind of. Because now I'm picturing they're like uh, same eye height. Yeah, absolutely. Now that she's standing on the roof. He looks he looks towards you kind of as he turns. He's a little um, he's a little clumsy. Mm-hmm. Um, he just spent a spent a spent a long time in the tavern. <laughs> he looks at you and says, you, you consider yourself my equal? very well uh, and begins to walk over towards you um, turns back and says keep your stupid fish I'll come back for it in the morning so she looks at Diggle and she says Diggle you take that fish home and you make your mama fry it up tonight as for you and she looks at the Goliath and she says the size of your body doesn't matter near as much as the size of your heart uh, and as you say that he just reaches back and swings and punches you right in the jaw. As the fist hits your Did face, what do you do? As the fist hits my face, I, I picture that like I, f- I fall down off the roof onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but she's laughing. She kind of stands up and she goes, <laughs> "Wow, congratulations! You beat up a halfling. I hope you're proud of yourself." And she starts to try to walk away. He says, well, wait just one minute. You don't get to walk away from me after that kind of attitude. You, uh, there's nothing left for you to take from me. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And she goes back home. Uh, he's fuming. Uh, and you hear some smashing of some barrels or, or something. You're not sure exactly what it is. Um, and him just cursing yeah. all the way, all the way home. The next morning comes. So when she wakes up, she kind of walks down the stairs and I'm picturing her little family um, sitting at the breakfast table together. And she knows that the night before will not pass without any repercussions. So she knows she needs to tell her family what happens. Mm -hmm. And so she sits down at the table and she says, "Um, good morning, everyone. So uh, I did something last night that I feel like you're not going to like, what Dad. Happened to, what happened to your face? Oh, um, yeah, that's part of it. That So 
guys know Diggle? Oh, Diggle's just the sweetest, terrible little fisher boy. He's so bad. So last (sighs) night, he caught a fish. Good for him. I know. He was walking home with it. And then the thing is that I saw him walking with it, and he was so proud of himself. And then Varric came, and... You guys know that he was trying to take that fish from that little boy. So I may or may not have challenged him to a fight. He may or may not have uh, hit me extremely hard in the face. I may or may not have made fun of him for beating up a halfling and then walked away. Um, So I'm feeling like we just all need to be on the lookout today for possible fallout from that experience. Oh, goodness, Elva. Are we... Um, both your parents are like so stressed. You guys, no, it's fine. I mean, it's okay, right? Don't you think it's going to be okay? He's already squeezed so much money out of us, out of all the families. What? Well, what do you think he's going to do? I take you to Waterdeep, lock you in a dungeon, kill you, burn our house down. I don't know. Okay. Um. Okay. This is fine. This is fine. This is going to be fine. You hear from the middle of the city, or of the village. Elva, get out here. So I'm picturing that they all kind of make eye contact around the table. Mm -hmm. And then Elva looks longingly at her grandfather's bow. Nobody says anything, but nobody stops you. Elva has always wanted to pick up that bow. And she feels that this is the time, the right time. She actually has been hiding away in her room an arrow that she had carved with her own hand as a child. Mm -hmm. That she always imagined she could someday save the world with this arrow and with her grandfather's bow. Mm -hmm. So she runs upstairs under her bed, opens up the shoebox, gets the arrow out. Now that she's looking at it, it felt much more majestic when she carved it as a child, but it's really her only option at this point. I'm picturing like those janky arrows from Robin Hood. Yes, that's tied in the middle, exactly. And um, she grabs the bow and she um, takes a one long deep breath before she steps out of their cottage into the the town square. Okay. uh, And she says, Varric, what did I tell you about picking on people who were smaller than you? He doesn't say anything. What he does do is he takes a barrel of fish uh, and just throws it in the middle of the street, breaking and getting all over and ruining this whole this whole barrel. Varric, this is the last day that you disrespect this town like that. I understand that you were sent here from Waterdeep, that you have some sort of power, but we are important too. We're people too. And we deserve to be treated with respect. And if you can't give that to us, then I'm going to make you. <laughs> he draws He draws from, from both his sides two long swords. Each sword is bigger than you. Uh, he twirls them and says, you're not leaving this village today. And he starts running at you. So um, as he runs, she looks, she makes eye contact with her mother, her father, her little sister. Terror in all of their faces. She gets, she stands up to her full four foot three. 
She notches the arrow, mm-hmm. pulls it back. Uh, as she pulls it back, there's this like rushing feeling, this power in that almost enters from the bow into her. Yeah. So she pulls back one inch further. And as she she breathes in, she breathes out and she feels the power move from her now into the arrow and she releases. Uh, as you, as it releases, you watch as this arrow splits into like eight silver beams um, of light. They go out um, almost like almost just like off like they wouldn't hit anything and you watch as they all just turn um, and go straight into Varric, uh, each one piercing him. Uh, he lets, the first one, it's, uh, 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 and each one that follows pierces through his armor, through his, his the leather, through the chainmail, um, until as this last one, this last one pierces straight, straight through his throat. And he falls to his knees and then flat on his face. Dead. Is there any other you said there was another soldier there? Like are there other yeah, people be a, from be a couple. Okay. So as he falls, she definitely is astonished, but pretends like she did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. And she makes eye contact with the other soldiers and she says Do you guys have anything to say to me? They just are, they start backing away. You'll, you'll pay for that. You'll pay for that. Uh, but they turn and run towards where um, they're stationed, where, you know, they would have some horses mm-hmm. very clearly fleeing this city mm-hmm. or this village. So she just yells after them. You better tell the next guy who comes to be nice to the halflings because there's more where that came from. And as the, as the story finishes, uh, it says... And Elva Trustu was the spark for the revolution in Lyterra. Wow. You know, um, you're kinda like you're kinda like that, Elva. Me? Catches, yeah. what do you mean? Well, um, so I don't know. I got these weird memories back. Um, uh-huh. But do you remember when we had to it was kinda weird. Maybe 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 it was a dream. But when you put that seed in that tree, and you help save everything, cactus, did that seed come out of a ring? Yeah, 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 the one from the the professor guy. Yeah, I, I kind of do remember that. But I feel like you think that me putting the seed in the tree is as brave as Elva shooting that giant. Yeah, because there was like all those evil, mean people and. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was kind of stressful at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess. We could be heroes. Just for one day. <laughs> well, I'm sleepy. Me too, Cactus. Let's All go right. to sleep now. We can dream <laughs> about being heroes. Yeah, I agree. Good night. Good night, Cactus. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs>